Hello, welcome to today's news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakonyero. Former presidential candidate Robert Chagulanyi Sentamu has assured his supporters that his party has the capacity to pay any course that may be ordered by the Supreme Court. Chagulanyi, who was challenging the presidential results, say that he has instructed his lawyers to withdraw the presidential election petition challenging the January 14th elections, citing bias. In the 2016 presidential election petition, Obama Mbabazi versus Museveni, even when by then the days of hearing and determining the case were 30 days, they were given over a week of submission. But guess what? The Supreme Court said we could only submit in this our petition for 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes. I want you to imagine us being able to make our case, to bring all these details together in only 30 minutes. Now that was clear. One, the Supreme Court did not want this matter to attract so much attention because this is a matter of very high public interest. They did not want the public to, you know, pay so much attention. They did not want to expose themselves. But unfortunately, they ended up exposing themselves even much more bare. So for that matter, ladies and gentlemen, for the reasons that we've given about, we have decided to withdraw from their court. Chagulanyi, while addressing the media at his office in Kamocha, said that they have the capacity to pay all the respondents, President Yoweri Museveni, and the Electoral Commission whatever costs may be awarded. And they are intimidating us, telling us that if we exercise our right and withdraw from a court that is clearly biased, that they will slap us with costs. I want to tell them in no unequivocal terms that we are not scared. The price that has paid, that has already been paid, is too huge. We are not going to be intimidated by anything. We shall say everything the way we believe it. That is why we started by telling it straight, face to face. And that is why we are telling the Chief Justice. And we will tell anybody that stands on the side of injustice. Because this, the confidence to stand against what's wrong is all we have. The Forum for Democratic Change has cautioned the government officials to mind the language they use when reacting to the election petition that former presidential candidate Robert Chagulanyi Sentamu filed before the Supreme Court. Now, during the weekly press conference at Najanankumbi, party deputy spokesperson John Chikonyogo raised concern over the reaction of the NRM and President Yoel Museveni's lawyers who threatened to ask for huge costs after Chagulani withdrew the case. Chikonyogo also asked the Chief Justice Alphonse Owindolo to avoid reacting to every comment outside of court because it is unnecessary. It's a case of uh, national interest. But the way things have been moving, some of us are worried, whereby someone makes a comment outside and the way the judges react leaves a lot to be desired. It is as if even the judges are on trial somehow, which is not right as far as FDC is concerned. I think the judges are supposed to be there to inquire into this case so that we get a better Uganda after the case. Chikonyogo condemned the human rights violations, calling on everyone to fight against these vices. This is not a work only for us politicians, you people, to fight for the rights of Ugandans. Even the lawyers can go to court and challenge some of these things. Even the journalists, you can do some good job, which you have been doing, but you can up it a bit and write about it. 
All of you are qualified in writing. Some of us are not. Write about it as many times as possible. And you make it a point. So that the government, whenever they tune any radio, someone is talking about the human rights. Now, eight people have been charged with treachery and remanded to Kitalia government prison until March 9th. These include three retired UPDF soldiers, namely retired Sergeant Aramatham Mabanda, 46 years of age, who is currently an instructor with Saracen Security Company and a resident of Entebbe. There's also retired Corporal Naboth Turiahewa, 50 years of age, formerly attached to military police and a resident of Wakiso, and lastly retired retired Captain Frank Tuahiridwa, 47 years of age, also former military police soldier, resident of Boyogerere. Others are Pauline Kabengano, 33, and a resident of Kitunzi Lunguja in Rubaga, Simon Kakaire, 37, Biansi Daniel Bright, 26, a resident of Magere in Kasangati, Wilson Asimwe, a border border cyclist in Nakulabye, and Rashid Kiswiri, 59-year-old teacher and resident in Rubaga. Lieutenant General Andrew Guti, the chairman of the court martial, read the charge to the accused, which they all denied. Now, prosecution alleges that between the month of July 2020 and January 7, 2021, in Kampala, capital city, with intent to prejudice the security of the country, they knew about the plot to overthrow the government of Uganda, but didn't report to the concerned authorities. State Prosecutor Major Samuel Masereje prayed court for an adjournment as investigations into the matter continues. The case was adjourned to March 9th and the accused remanded to Kitalia for males and Kigo for the female accused. Kampala Capital City Authority has promised to compensate the family of a market vendor Sisi Namukasa who drowned in a trench in Nakawa mid last year. Namokasa, a market vendor in Bugolobi Market, drowned as she was going to Nakawa Market for her stock after she stepped into a trench full of running water. During the handover of the remains of the deceased to the family at Molago City Mortuary, KCCA spokesperson Daniel Noabine condoled with the family, saying the authority is planning for a compensation package for the family. Now we at KCCA condole with the family of uh, the late CC, and uh, it's, we know it's not, we know it's not uh, a good time for the city and uh, for the family with the family and especially the son. Yeah. Well, compensation is a largely legal process, but right now we are in the time also. So our legal team together with the family shall shall come to, to an understanding or shall do the proceeding as required by law. Kampala Metropolitan Police spokesperson Patrick Onyango apologized to the family for the delayed DNA report from their expert saying the investigations called for enough time. The handover was witnessed by the leaders from Nakawa Division led by the mayor, engineer Ronald Balimuezo, who cautioned KCCA to prioritize developing the drainage systems in the city to avoid losing people in similar manner. I want to thank the police for their efforts they put in in trying to locate the remains of the we want also to thank the doctors who have done the scientific analysis to prove that true this is Sise, the late Sise, and want also to thank the family for having been very, very patient with us as we do the investigation, as and we as we we locate the body, and for waiting all these months without putting any pressure on us. 
Over 60 people have been arrested in an operation mounted by the police in the areas of Chisenyi in Kampala. In the same operation which was carried out in Kakajo zone in Kisenyi, one live ammunition was impounded and other house-breaking equipment including clothes which resemble army attire was also taken. The deputy Kampala Metropolitan Police PRO Luke Owoyesijire says that investigations are still ongoing and they will be taken to courts of law after the screening exercise. We are trying to ascertain where they go to these, uh, these items, but others were found with uh, pangas, pair of pliers, nails, hammers, and other objects they used to assault the public. This, of course, operation came as a result of uh, many of attacks that were being done by the border cyclists to the public and also the robberies that have been happening. We also got information that some of these suspects had material that would be harmful to the public, and that's why we responded. And at least 85 people suspected to have been involved in attacks on villages and settlements in Karamoja have been captured by the Uganda People's Defense Forces in the last one week of cordon and search operations. The Army's intelligence team oversaw the exercise in consultation with the locals in the districts of Kabong, Kotido, Moroto, Nabilatuk and Nakapiripirit. By Sunday afternoon, the Army had recovered another three guns in a military engagement with cattle raiders in Kotido district. 30 of the captured warriors have confessed the attacks and theft of animals in Karamoja now hit by escalating violence. Close to 150 people have reportedly been killed across the sub-region in the last 16 months of armed violence. The resident district commissioner of Soroti, Robert Andiama, has encouraged educationists in Teso region to embrace the savings culture so as to achieve their goals after retirement. Now, while addressing teachers of Teso College Alouette during a staff development meeting, Adiyama observed saying that the only way educators can reorient themselves after leaving work is by actually saving for when they leave work. According to Adiyama, teachers can achieve saving as a goal by joining village circles and VSLAs. Adiyama educated teachers to consult those who are in the know so they can be helped. Julius Opaso, the head teacher of Teso College, Alouette, said the school opted to conduct staff development training to help employees continue to not only be competent in their profession but also to excel in it. Now, Opaso encouraged teachers to form school cooperatives for the future needs. Teachers, don't keep on lamenting that you are the least paid on earth or in Uganda. But I want you to look at that um, every month, when the, when the month ends in January, the sum of money you get could be 100,000. February, another 100,000. But by the end of the year in December, you should be able to look behind and see whether there is an indicator that you have earned at least 1.2 million, assuming you are earning 100 per month. So colleagues, I just would like to inspire us that uh, at the end of the year, we should be able to compute how much money we have earned. Of course, irrespective of the expenditure you have made. But also discover that there is one something, at least maybe a car of standing there, or a bicycle, or a bagage, as evidence that uh, you, are earned, you have earned some little money from government. Research has found that mosquitoes in northern Uganda have become highly resistant to insecticides.
The research done by Dr. Echodo Richard of Gulu University was carried out throughout the Acholi sub-region and parts of Karamoja. It was conducted after the 2015 upsurge of malaria in the region and the findings released today at the Gulu University Open Day presentations show that the Delta Methrin and Permethrin intervention have become weak because the vectors have developed a way to eat insecticides. The research conducted in the three districts of Gulu, Kitgum and Agago in Acholi sub-region, Oyam in Lao and Moroto in Karamoja found that residual indoor spraying has made the Anopheles mosquitoes to become resistant to insecticides. Dr. Richard Echodu, a PhD holder, says they found that 86% of households in the region sleep under nets, but they still get affected by malaria. And secondly, also in terms of the, the types of the mosquitoes, we are seeing gradually that the ones that tend to live outside are predominating as compared to the ones that tend to live inside the houses of the our community in the northern Uganda. So those are key observations that we have seen in terms of the vectors. This uh, indoor residual activities are done, we need to assess the type of insecticide that is going to be used in a specific location. It is reported that malaria kills around 320 people every day in Uganda. Majority of deaths occur in children below five years. Professor Elizabeth Opio, who is the head of program at Gulu University, is calling on the government to take up these research findings and devise new ways of killing malaria causing mosquitoes. It is important that you check from time to time whether the mosquitoes are still responding to the treatment which you are giving them. Are they still being killed by the insecticides or not? will help inform the people who are planning for mosquito control in Uganda. This research was funded by Thrive. The Minister of Lands and Urban Development has embarked on sensitization campaigns on sustainable development plans in the newly created cities. Dennis Obo, the ministry's spokesperson, said that the campaign is aimed at sensitizing city leaders about development plans as well as equipping them with the necessary information towards developing their cities. He was speaking during a meeting with officials from the ministry, Mbarara city leaders and other stakeholders at Mbarara city council yesterday. Now all of a sudden if the places have been transformed into urban areas, it now becomes very critical that they acquire land titles. As owners, if an area is residential, these are small things that people have to comply with. And it is the physical planners of the city who are supposed actually to provide guidance to the people who own the land. Theo Tibihika, the Mbarara city clerk, called for teamwork from the public, political leaders and technocrats towards development of Mbarara city. We want to have house numbering. It will be sequential and it will be for every road. So when we say road naming and house numbering, it will be complementary and it will, it will bring ease to locate different houses, different institutions, different locations, different developments. The newly created cities include Mbarara, Jinja, Fort Portal, Masaka, Gulu, Arua and Mbale. Well, that brings us to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakonyero. See you tomorrow, same time.